Gore readings, wrestling fans, and welcome to Squared Circle Society Live. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by everybody tonight. Producer Todd. Good evening. Pugs Dread. Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to primetime, bitch. So we're here tonight to talk the season finale. Boo. Uh, of Dark Side of the Ring. Could be a series finale. I know Vice is in trouble, from what I understand. Yeah, so. but I, I, they've already, like, I believe they've already said they found a new home. Or it's happening. Oh, good. I didn't know. I, I do remember that. them talking about the next season still happening. I mean, at this point, so. they should just do a fucking Dark Side of the Ring YouTube page and just fucking release it out there. Because that's it. I mean, it goes up there fucking, <laughs> what, an hour after it fucking comes out anyways. <laughs> it's, it's the most ripped off show on YouTube. It's like, you'll see like 50. And it's like 15 minutes after the show. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but shout out Jess Graham. What Howdy. up, zombie? Everybody. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm actually really excited for this one. I, I mean, I, I think it was the one everybody was stoked for since they announced it months ago. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of curious just to get started. What are like your earliest Marty Janetti memories? What, what made you, assuming you like Marty Janetti, I know I do, uh, in terms of his wrestling. What was your first I mean memories? I mean, for me, you know, I'm a lot younger than you guys. So fucking uh, the earliest memory is just seeing him in the promo package uh, with Shawn Michaels for something fucking WWE was doing and seeing Shawn mm -hmm. super kick him and throw him through the through the glass. Uh, it wasn't Excuse me. Uh, stop. He ran and jumped through the glass. Bobby Heenan said it live on the broadcast. Sean didn't throw him. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping kayfabe, nice. <laughs> um, but that that was my first introduction to Marty Jannetty. But I was actually really happy that they they uh, covered his little comeback he had with Sean because I remember as a kid seeing that and being like, "Who the fuck is that guy? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is got like being so dumbfounded on what was happening?" And then and then you know my dad explained to me like that's the guy he fucking threw through the glass. They used to be this big tag team, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it wasn't until like I started actually like wrestling and, you know, studying tape and stuff that I, I started actually watching Marty Jannetty matches or like when him and Sean were tagging as the rockers. Um, but obviously as everybody in the wrestling business did a few years ago when he started talking fucking super wild on Facebook, uh, we were all I like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And it, it became, you know, one of those wrestling entities that you're just, you know, you're automatically drawn to because he's fucking Train wreck. Yeah. white <laughs> iron sheet. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. No, 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 no. You take that fucking back right now. Speaking of that, do you remember that story that he told about Iron Sheik? I guess like KOing a hooker. And then, like, sneaking up to his room because he knew the cops were coming and he had to hide in Marty's room. <laughs> one of the many gems. Those two definitely had a lot of interactions. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as this episode goes, though, I will say um, probably the most disappointing episode for me personally oh. because it just really gave me nothing. I knew every there. 
of this. And like, there's other stories where I have known everything, but it just hit me on an emotional level, like Bam Bam Bigelow. You know, I fucking I knew every single fact and everything that they've talked talked about in that episode. But it hit me on you know a deep emotional level because I never got to see his kids and I never got to see his wife and all this. Uh, for Marty. It just was like, all right, well, I've already heard all these stories. And, yeah, the dumbass shoots himself in the fucking foot nine times out of ten. Yeah, maybe he's had some bad luck, but he's done it to himself. So it didn't really yeah. it, it didn't really like connect with me emotionally at all, um, mm-hmm. nor did it give me anything like new. And I, out of all the episodes I've seen, I, I actually probably found this one the least entertaining. You didn't of- see last week's. Yes, I did. I- Oh, did you see these last two episodes? Both of them are just spinning their wheels to me. There's I thought the, I thought added. the Vince Russo one though was more interesting, at least for me, because of like the behind the scenes stuff and not no like again. I you know I wasn't online at the time when all that shit was happening, so it was interesting to see the perspective of what the backstage stuff was. But with this, like you know, I've heard Marty Jannetty talk about his road stories a thousand fucking times on shoot interviews, or you know, even just talking on Facebook and stuff. And like it, it, it just gave me nothing. And then at the end, it's just like, okay, so what? Is there going to be some sort of redemption story or not? But it's just like, no, Marty's just a Marty, and we're just going to leave him here rotting with his fucking leg that's three times the fucking normal size the funny thing is the producers say they don't do modern stories because there's no end yet there's no end on marty genetti they ended the body they they couldn't find it that's a technically it's not a satisfying ending i know i mean marty genetti like that's his story's not done his story scott hall like abdullah He's still around, so yeah, it he, doesn't. Ha- they don't have to die. Yeah, but, he, yeah, but that then, story, but that story is kind of done because it's like mm-hmm. he lost the lawsuit. That was like the big focal point of the story and like the controversy behind it with Marty. Like this, the whole he may, allegedly may have killed a guy or not wasn't like the big thing I was fucking interested in. On this I, was. I was more interested in what the fuck were you talking about fucking your daughter, you sick fuck? And then they just brushed the fuck over it like it was the, I was hacked. That's it, motherfucker. Well, he was upset well, about that. Wait, 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 we're getting it wasn't it, it, She wasn't his daughter, apparently. I mean, okay. I don't know what the okay, hell Woody. was going on with that. <laughs> yeah, hold on. It's Pugs. creepy, but not okay. his daughter. We, we got sidetracked. Pugs, your first. Your first time seeing Marty. We, let's finish this. Oh, it is also the fucking uh, the super kick. It's probably a pa- uh, uh, a video package. Um, but I I did like the rockers, but that was like going back and watching it because it didn't right. re- register with me. It was always oh, there's Shawn Michaels. There's there's Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And, well, there's, there's the new rockers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Al who? <laughs> uh, Leaf Cassidy, sir. Come on, yeah, get it right. My bad. I mean, um, that motorcycle where he knocks the guy in India. That's shit was funny. That's that would have been a great DX segment. I'm Just... fucking glad that they caught that on video. <laughs> my <laughs> gut says they were trying to film like an OJ prank video or something. I have never seen anything like that. Uh, I've never seen that clip. I have. I'm uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Uh, dude, I've seen I've seen many of men go fucking ass over handlebars being too drunk on their fucking in, an, in a hotel in India though. Like 
No, that that that's they're not like, women. They'll be all right. That's I the get... more legendary part of it. Is that it? Had, yeah. You know, it was it had, in a hotel room. Like, and the fact that the fucking doorman opened up the door for him. <laughs> that that's like the 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 icing on the cake for me. I do have some stuff I've heard about him over the years that I'll talk about. But Pug, all right, uh, Todd, how did you first see Marty? <laughs> Jeez, like it, it, we can't say a topic. Dan, go ahead. I'm passing to you. That's okay. what I was just doing. Okay. God damn. Go for <laughs> it. Hot tag. Um, yeah. I mean, wrestle. What was his first WrestleMania, Dan? Or their first WrestleMania? Ooh, I'm trying to remember right five? now. Yeah, I want to say five. I, I, I know I, they're five. on five. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. If they were in four, I don't remember. But I 100 percent remember five as yeah. a kid. And growing up, it was always like Marty was the one everyone thought was going to like be the one to break out. So yeah. when when it was actually Sean, it was surprising, but he killed it. So, but like in general, I've always been a fan of Marty. Like every one of his comebacks, he had that WCW run. I I, like, I do wish he would have kept his shit together. I do think he would have been their version of a Shawn Michaels. And then after the I don't know about angle, that far, but I I, 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 I would have put him in the same goddamn gimmick, <laughs> like they did it. Brother you know dog's that. brother. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been the sexy man. See, we're one up. I, I don't know if he was connected enough to get that kind of a push, but he was damn good. Yeah. Like in the early part of them teaming, I would agree he was the better overall wrestler. Now that certainly changed because I think HBK might be the best of all time. But in the early days, I definitely think Marty Jannetty was the better all around wrestler. Um, my memories as far as like first seeing him it's it's a blur of just great tag team matches with demolition yeah. orient express the nasty boys nasty boys yeah i mean they had so many awesome matches had they have stuck together i think they would have gone down as who knows maybe even the greatest tag team of I'm all glad time they didn't know if i'm being yeah. honest well no they did they sean was too good Sean was just way. And honestly, good. you would have kept them together another six months. I, I'm pretty sure Marty would have imploded. It, yeah, <laughs> even if even if he hadn't, they might have teamed for a little while longer. But Sean, I think, was undeniable, and I I think they knew it would have led to much the same ending. I think, um, and Marty did have success. I mean, well, he was an Intercontinental Champion. They had an unofficial tag team title win over Demolition. Mm -hmm. That didn't count in the record books. Um, I well, and he had like such a fucking like good shot when he when oh, Sean yeah. brought him back. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Such a good I shot of just being at in a good like he could have been like in that. Remember when D'Lo came back for a little bit? They let him have the IC belt for a little yeah. little bit, but he was mainly there to elevate talent. Is that Mark, was it when he was in the 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 shorts, right? No, he was in a singlet. He was still in the scene. But it was like this isn't the last time where they did nothing with him. Yeah, no, they brought him. Yeah. They brought him back like I think it was like maybe 2009, maybe 2010, mm -hmm. something around, yeah. around honestly like not that far off when they brought in Marty. Um but like I felt like if he he could have had that role that like Delo did where he he was there, he won some matches, actually won a belt, but it was mainly there to elevate younger talent. And yeah. Marty would have fit great in that role, but he couldn't stay away from the hookers and blow. So, what are you going to do? Dan, erotic dancer. Yeah, Dan, Dan, you just need to start <laughs> becoming a fucking drug addict and you'll fucking turn into Marty Jannetty. <laughs> I'm not as graceful. Hey, 
Um, he wouldn't have fought back in the in the alley. I love. Yeah. God. Yeah. Well, I just to keep Allegedly. it earlier on in the episode, but because uh, we're going to get to that. But uh, you did mention when he came back. Now, uh, over the last fifteen years or so, twenty years, when he came back and he had that great match with Kurt Angle, and granted, it is Kurt Angle. That was a huge mark out moment for me. I was yeah. like, I, we're finally going to get. That I mean, that would have been a rocky run. I mean, he wouldn't have been world champion. He wouldn't have main evented pay-per-views. But I think that would have been an amazing story had it have been able to go forward. And then you do the turn. They have a singles match. He could have probably had a, a classic match with Sean at that point still, who was firing on all cylinders. Um, it, it's such a – this one is just so sad to me because he really ne- didn't do anything of note after wwe because wcwe had some good matches but he was just there like a lot of people were just there got his own way yeah yeah Yeah, i mean dude at the end of the day this is an addict story i mean Mm -hmm. that that, that's what it is uh and when you when you're an addict and you're you know you're also in the wrestling business sometimes it works out fucking great but more times than not that addiction gets in your way of your success and you don't think it why you're doing it, but you know, you look back on your whole fucking career and you see that you're making the same mistakes over and over and over again. It's like, when are you gonna fix the actual problem, bro? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And he can still fix it. I mean, there's no grand wrestling comeback. No, definitely not. But if he got like if he got his fucking ankle fixed got sober, started working out again. Sure. He could fucking come back and do what Ricky Morty's do or Ricky Morton's doing and like, you know, all, all of them. Yeah. Uh, like like I for whatever reason, I I don't I haven't seen fucking Marty Jannetty work in years, so I don't know how bad his matches were on the independent circuit. Not but, not bad, and I saw but, some he'd go hard. That was Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, like he he could, he could have that fucking you know, Ricky Morton type of uh, spot on the indie wrestling. And, I mean, for fuck's sake, dude, I can already see Joey Janela versus Marty Jannetty <laughs> in a fucking match at some point in GCW. If he could get healthy again, I mean, he's 63. So, like, that's, you know, a big ask. He's kind of, He's way older. But, hey, if he actually got his shit together, I would be fucking more than happy. And I got, goddamn, I'd buy a fucking pay-per-view just to watch that. He could still go. I I saw him on the indie circuit, and granted, this is over 10 years now, or close to it. He would still try and work like he was, I mean, I hate to say a proper match, but he wasn't doing the Nikolai Volkov thing where he wouldn't take a bump. And I'm not expecting guys like that to take bumps on small shows in front of 30 people. (laughs) On WrestleMania in the Battle Royale. Marty, yeah, Marty would Cliff Booth has entered the chat, guys. (laughs) He's killing me. There you go. There you go, Pug. You can read it. I heard his ankle looked at Faruza in the eye and it turned to... Oh, my God. Jesus. But... I, I, I did see him. He was a guy who still tried to work like he was 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated it because – and he wasn't bad. Like, he wasn't bad. His ankle has been a mess for a long time. I think, God, years now that yeah, he was brother. talking about that. And he couldn't move. Like right now, yeah. it looks 
bad. Dude, when like, the doctor said, uh, he was asked on a scale of 1 to 10, and he goes 12, I'm like, that fucking sucks. <laughs> well, you, you can see it. I yeah. mean, you can see he's probably in pure misery right now. You, you know what makes me really upset, though? And, like, call me a bad guy for this. I don't know. Razor Ramon. When you have motherfuckers like Shawn Michaels, who has all the motherfucking money in the world, you don't fucking help your boy out that fucking gave you that first fucking put. I think we, had, we don't we uh, don't know if he's offered and maybe Marty's too prideful, but I am 100% with you because if I like any of you got hurt and I would do my best to, to help out. So I, I would just, like to think since he found uh, God and bullshit, uh, he would have that in him. But he did get him the WWE job. He I get that. Re- Fuck all that. Damn. Yeah. No, hold on. Fuck all that. I think you're talking about Bill. At the right? end of the day, when your fucking leg is <laughs> triple the size of your other leg and you have to be wheeled around in a fucking wheelchair, and this motherfucker is over there fucking coaching people in NXT and he's been making all that fucking cash for all that. Like, just me personally, I it, it, it bothers me because when you brought up in wrestling, you're always talk, uh, taught about this fucking, oh, it's a brotherhood. We all can carry each other bullshit. And, but then when you have motherfuckers like this whose fucking ankle's about to fucking rot off, you're not helping them. Like, that's bullshit. And it just it makes me sad. And, you know, I've seen so many wrestlers over the... I mean, you guys remember what the fuck happened to Kamala? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's just like... You guys, some of you motherfuckers have millions of dollars in your fucking bank account. And you can't throw fucking a little charity to somebody that helped you out in your career. I mean, I just think that's fucking dog. Chris Jericho has been good about that. I will give him credit. Like every indie go, listen to that horrible Fozzie music. He should be giving someone money for that. No, I I just want to call out somebody who doesn't (laughs) advertise it, but he has like contributed to just about every fundraiser for a wrestler. We also know what else he contributes to. So (laughs) that was the wife. But, uh, you know, you know, if Necro Butcher ever gets hurt, Homeboy is fucking gonna send a nice fat check. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it is a story of a guy who, I mean, he can't put his issues. I think on anyone. There was some cold moments. I what mean, is that like, called? The, 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 the gat? The gods always. Whatever, yeah, the his whipping boy basically, and it was yeah, like the phrase. Uh, I don't remember exactly, okay. but he he was definitely his own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. There was some coldness, Vince McMahon telling him, "We don't see you as a star," right in front of Shawn Michaels. I mean, that's cold. You just be but, honest though. Like I, yeah, I, I prefer yeah. that actually, and that's wrestling. That's wrestling. You know, you have to really be strong mentally to make it in wrestling because it's not a nice business <laughs> you know that's just that's the cold fact and he just told him like it was um yeah, i know and yeah i mean and it, it he's a funny guy like you can't get him in the writer's room like him fuck yeah i would hang out with him in a heartbeat <laughs> yeah if he if he's got to be a little more coherent for sure. Together. If he's in the chair, we're good. Wait, I'll just wheel him. Yeah. We're getting <laughs> fucked up together, brother. That's- I, 
I wheel your ass all around Vegas, Marty. Let's go. <laughs> Did you laugh that like it seemed like Brutus Beefcake and his wife wanted to have an, an uncool three-way with him? I, I think Brutus yeah, uh, wants to get cooked. But I think Brutus <laughs> wants to jerk off why Marty fucks his wife and then <laughs> comes too. on her tits. Would have so, a good time. Well, since Hogan won't do it anymore. He can, <laughs> titty, he can titty fuck her with the angle. Well, actually, that's Bubba the Love Sponge. That did Hogan. Yeah, I thought that was funny how they didn't just say Bubba the Love Sponge in that episode. It's well, like, they, well, I mean, just say his name. That's the show he was on. Um, yeah, it was weird, though. She was like, I'd flash you, Marty, but... You know, there's. Uh, I don't think they would like that on the camera or whatever the fuck she said. Old I'm biker babe. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, old stripper definitely. Too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But also, you goddamn. There's like thirty-three. Does Brutus the barber beefcake look like fucking dog shit? <laughs> to be fair, he does have a surgically re- re- resurrect restructed face. Um, when I, I was a kid, I loved Brutus Beefcake. I remember. Oh, I liked him a lot too. But God damn, brother, times were not nice to you. He got like oh, fucking. No. He looked like a bald chinian. <laughs> um, I would also hang out with him though. He seems fun. Like they just seem like a fun couple. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope to God like you're definitely you know, gonna end up bagging them. Dude, you know that, right? There were there were. I can do a it. lot of those guys were like wife swappers. Eric, I mean it's pretty well known eric bischoff and ddp were swap buddies how about how about fucking jim Cornette passing off that fucking wheel the big show <laughs> no she was the big show before Cornette. oh okay well anyways Cornette passing the fucking beluga whale off to everybody is fucking pretty disgusting and you know what i don't give a fuck fuck jim Cornette. i'll insult his wife all i want I want to see the Coronet Kruger feud. Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> when, he, when that cock suck, dude, you're going to get me fucking fired. No, when that motherfucker pulled that bullshit with G Raver, I'm going to get serious here for a second. When you have a motherfucker that almost died during a fucking spot and he fucking lost every fucking thing he had. Because of that fucking wrestling match, and you're sitting there fucking mocking him and all this bullshit, and then in retaliation, what does the dude do? He fucking does business, and he makes a fucking stupid shirt about your fu- with your severed head on it with tattooed needles stuck in it, and then you fucking sue him? You're a pussy. I fucking hate Jim Cornette so fucking much. Like, he's right about a lot of shit in wrestling, but... The funny. way he directly attacked a wrestler that was down, and that shit could have went bad. It could have went really, really fucking bad. And I fucking have seen it happen to a lot of fucking people in the deathmatch wrestling scene. He could have set that motherfucker over the edge, and that was the one thing when that shit was happening, it really bothered the fuck out of me. Ben Grimm, yes, go off on Cornette. Too many people worship everything he says. Well, it's just like as a deathmatch wrestler, dude, I'm always going to be fucking with my boys. And G-Raver, no matter what the fuck has come out about him over the years, that guy is my fucking boy. He fucking saved me from having to go to the fucking hospital with my match with Slack and fucking super glued my hand fucking back together. I fucking love that guy to death, and I fucking feel terrible that he went through all that shit. And and then just to see the way he, you know, he came back to wrestling and then all that shit happened to him. It's fucking horrible. 
Can you imagine mm. the mental psyche on that guy? And the next thing you know, you have 20,000 of these fucking cocksucking Jim Cornette motherfucker. I, I have to like try to censor myself. But you have 20,000 of these cocksucking Jim Cornette ball worshippers that are fucking up <laughs> his fucking ass too. Why being injured he couldn't tattoo for a really fucking long time which was his job because he had nerve damage in his hand after having that fucking injury jim Cornette's a fucking fat piece of shit for that shit and i will never fucking forgive him for that there you go that can be a short jim Cornette is a fat fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's a good historian him. though I'll that. <laughs> i really like those things Russo episode that would have been interesting, but oh hell yeah! <laughs> How did they not have Cornette on the fucking? The I'm Russo assuming thing. Eric and and uh, Vince were like, nah. <laughs> yeah, he probably wanted them to do. Yeah, that that could have been a condition. Yeah, we'll do it, but don't fucking bring Cornette. On. I'm not gonna lie though. The funniest thing that I can picture in my head is just Cornette. creepy Cornette just like sitting in the corner while Batista is like banging his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you if it gets him a push only the the tennis racket covering his boner and like batista's just sitting there way away. <laughs> i don't think that's what the tennis racket's gonna be Gene John McEnroe? oh that's a good point <laughs> he's, he's plugging himself he's, with he's it i dave in the ass with it while he's inside his uh, way exit okay. only jim back to Marty. allegedly allegedly <laughs> allegedly all allegedly. Speaking of putting things in places that shouldn't be, let's talk about the alley. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna real quick. Yes, I think he killed someone. We can I do a really vote did. after we tell the after. You and I'll it. tell you why. I, I well, why don't we do the vote? We can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> did social cues. Okay. Okay. So Dan obviously <laughs> thinks he did it. Pugs. Yeah, he totally did it. Krueger. I'm 50-50 because of all the crazy shit he's spouted off over the years. And I know workers, if you can get a fucking goddamn, like, little bit of fucking publicity for some bullshit you make up. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that maybe the situation happened, but I don't think he killed the guy and fucking burned him in some fucking lot somewhere. Um Especially with there being no missing person report. I mean, he said the guy worked at the bowling alley, didn't he? No, he was working at the bowling alley. No, he was working. This was, I believe, just a yeah. dude, if I remember right, that kind of got creepy with them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm team vote that he did it too because it, it the story doesn't seem as outlandish as his other outlandish ones. It's a little too grounded, and the fact he's been telling it so long kind of makes me just like. And, I mean, embellished. Yeah. Sure, I, I think yeah. he's made it bigger as the time gone on. But he's, yeah, I did le kill the dude. He's, he's legit upset about it. Like he's not faking. And good for him. <laughs> by the way, if he's being yeah. attacked, by all means, say yeah, no, for sure. If it happened the way he was saying, I don't. Yeah, that's what I question. I think he he can he could have very easily added a detail to make it seem more justifiable. That's a yeah, fourteen my one year thing, old yeah. is being attacked by a two hundred plus pound man. Go for it, dude. <laughs> but did, he, did he just? Was it a drug deal just gone bad though? Did probably he probably had more on him. Yeah, I do think there are other other things going on, but uh, eh. Yeah, I mean, like, 
like justifiably and, and i hate to like break shit down like this but i mean could have been a situation where he was gonna buy fucking blow off the guy and the guy was just like oh you don't have enough money well here and you know, <laughs> zombie and- says who fucks around with bowling alley employees right <laughs> <laughs> This is true, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know if, you, if it's the same out in L.A., but every fucking bowling alley out here in Arizona is, like, a cesspool. It's, like, in the fucking heart of the ghetto. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. late. And it's always just, like, super fucking shady anytime you go there. Never mind. But, we got to go bowling when you're down here. Fuck yeah. I'm actually going but, bowling on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good, but I have fun bowling. Uh, he... I mean, if you look and go back at, at some of the interviews where he talks about it, there's a few points where you can kind of tell. Like, it bothers him, and it's hard to fake that. Number one, and we also have to remember in this episode, this wasn't some new story he just made up. Al Snow heard about it. His yeah. sort of ex-girlfriend. I liked who, her. Who said that most of the time he's full of shit. She said he it, said that years ago, her. and he's not faking. Like she said, legit upset about it. It wasn't St. Louis girlfriend, right? That she was. It's St. Louis girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, probably honestly somebody he'd be better. I off. just, I like, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I don't think he didn't get sexually assaulted. I don't want that to fucking be out there. I think that probably happened, but I don't know if he actually killed a man and got right because the emotion would still work for yeah. without that too. So yeah. I get where, yeah. And, and, well, and, and I think like being a part of that time period, right? Like you say that you got sexually assaulted by another man. People are yeah. going to look at you a certain way. So maybe he's embellishing the fact that he killed him afterwards. And that did happen. That's kind of like his way of coping with it. Um, yeah, possible. That is possible. Like, I, I just, I, I mean, I know it was a different time back then, but I just, I find it hard to believe that he was just able to get rid of somebody that easily. Um, but back in the day, dude, it wasn't as hard as it is now. No, I, I get that, but I just, I don't know. There's something in me that feels like that person is probably still around and like Marty just didn't want to seem like, you know, he was a vulnerable person in that moment and maybe embellish the story a little bit. Like I, again, I believe parts of the story, but I just, I don't, I don't know if I buy that he killed this person. The person went missing, but um, we all believe the rock band. But, but well, well, yeah, uh, I okay. mean, I, I could see that, but like, I, I could see it as a situation where like, maybe he got this guy off of him or, you know, maybe something. <laughs> How? Or, <laughs> damn. Poor choice of words. <laughs> like phrasing. I, yeah, I, I think like he I just with his story too, I mean there was no actual like yeah, he grabbed dude's dick, but like there was no like actual assault that Marty is talking about. You know what I mean? It's not like the guy in contact is this he grabbed his penis. It's no, but, but I'm saying like he, this guy didn't fucking like full bloom. And like, I, I want story. He did. <laughs> R word. Bring it down. <clears throat> Sorry, but you get you, you get what I I'm trying to say. Yeah. I feel yeah. like there's a lot more to that story, and just being from that time period, maybe he's not telling a hundred percent of the truth. And I do have a feeling that some of the like I killed the guy who tried doing this to me is some sort of coping mechanism that happen i don't discount that he probably hit him in the head with a fucking rock and booked it out of there but 
I just I, I I don't know if he actually you know was at fourteen was able to construct. Well, he said he went to his family. I don't think a fourteen year old Marty Janetti disposed of that body. No, alone. definitely not. But I, I just know. I don't know. Give me a machete and a chainsaw. I'll take it apart. I put myself <laughs> in. If you're in a situation like that, probably the first thing you would do is go to family, family member, trusted friend, maybe, but. And that would probably be the first thing you would do. Um, oh, Jason, Jason Lima is saying he kind of alluded to dumping the guy in the Chattanooga River. Chattahoochee River, yeah. Chattahoochee. And honestly, look, there's a lot of unsolved murders out there. They the bodies and like the Pine Barrens, and you know, it's not. He doesn't have to be a criminal mastermind necessarily to get rid of a body. Obviously, then, this guy was a piece of shit. I doubt no, a lot of people were looking for the guy. One less of them to worry about. Me, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> this is why you listen live <laughs> or sign up for the Patreon. Sorry, Todd. That's I fun... Hey, I, hey, hey said... at least hey. it's not the other word from that other video. <laughs> oh, uh, um, yeah, duh. yeah, yes, <laughs> I, I, like, I all concerned. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, I, I think something did happen, and yeah, and I also wanted to throw out there I'm not gonna actually say the name because the person is dead, but this story it's not just Al Snow. And, and I'm going way before this shit came out. There was somebody else, at least, that I knew was aware of it. Not all the details, but had made comments about Janetti and, you know, hiding bodies and shit that, in retrospect, you know, kind of, <laughs> yeah. So, so this story was out there before. Um, and, it, you know, I, a lot of empathy too because if it did happen that also explains a lot of things killing someone is a very tough thing even if it's a complete scumbag that was attacking you you had no choice it's still a tough thing mentally look at scott hall scott hall uh you know killed that guy at that bar and he had a lot of trouble over that i mean there were a lot of other things with hall too but uh, that also really adds into something. I mean, can you imagine disposing of a body of a guy I that do tried that to assault every you? fucking day? Well, man, not just for assault, but like I, mm -hmm. I imagine that all the time, Dan. It's not that hard for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would definitely warp you. And I don't know. I'm still rooting for the guy. I, I do oh, kind uh, of hundred percent. I'd like to see him get healthy. He's got to let go of the party lifestyle because you can tell he still oh, desires yeah. that. I respect him as a guy who always went hard. Also, on those those shows with like 50 people, I was at some of those. That dude did not work like a, you know, WWE legend where he just came in and did, you know, a couple of his spots and that was it. That dude was bumping. That guy was still trying to really have a match of the quality that he had before. You know, um, yeah. I don't know. I didn't think about it this till now. We could have had his former tag team partner from the new, new rockers, Louie Louie. They tagged in the UEW arena. Did they as, really? I'm not aware. As, 
as the new new rockers. It wasn't Wait, in the UEW. same Louie Louie I fucking um, murdered. Yes, <laughs> they were the new, uh, new allegedly. Rockers. He's still around. Yeah, not, that, not, that, not that type of murder. Yeah, yeah. Murder in the ring. <laughs> in ring destruction. Oh. There we go. Uh, I mean, it was a, it was a bad one. Dude. You fucked his ass I, up. That was awesome. <laughs> I, you know, he shares photos every once in a while yeah, yeah i haven't i looked for the clip to see if i could pull it but yeah it's in the uew arena it might yeah. have even been that one promotion. it was probably uipw right yeah it was that one or it, it might have been the other one and i can't think of the name the fun one I can't no the, the, one, the one that i don't want to talk about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i wish yeah. hope the best for for marty because uh that dude's his mind's super creative. He loves telling stories. Get a writing gig or go on the road and when you're healthy enough, start telling stories like Mick Foley and, and Undertaker. I Jake think, Roberts, I think you got one, it, dude. Jake Roberts, one man show. The guy's hilarious. Yeah. I think more of these guys should be doing that sort of thing. Not stand up exactly, but just a bunch of them together telling stories. That would be awesome to put a tour together like that with yeah. some older dudes. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're leaving money be- on the table, Marty. Yeah, and a lot. I don't of want to are... wrangle those guys. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine having to get all those guys? I don't even like to the, yeah deal with the youngsters. Imagine the old fucks. <laughs> but don't go to the titty club. Just go to fucking Applebee's afterwards. Like make a cut. Don't oh, get yeah, too wild. That's not happening, bro. <laughs> then he's gonna. Uh, then he's going to uh, get too handsy at the Applebee's. Yeah, he's gonna get cut off on the dollar Bud Lights. <laughs> I wish they had dollar Bud Lights, motherfucker. I'm shit to like still four dollars. Yeah, I, so I mean, I will say he's still alive. He can still pull things together, and it's you know, it's tough. And I get it. Like I can only imagine. Like you start out with a guy, basically like Shawn Michaels, he goes on to become the biggest thing in (laughs) fucking wrestling. That's tough. Now, Shawn Michaels is not responsible for what happened to him, though. Oh, absolutely not. He shot himself in the foot every single time. Yeah. And, like, granted, that's probably due to all the fucking mental strain that wrestling did to him. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to pull yourself out of that shit and just try to fucking – get better you can't you can't sit and blame god and say you know fuck you god for doing all this shit to me like there that's no way to live your life you gotta fucking kind of take some responsibility for your own actions and i think that's like his biggest issue is he kind of just chalks it up to i've been dealt a fucking shitty hand and like granted guy probably has in life in general not just with wrestling he was on that injury with the rocker dropper on chuck austin i think that I was looking at, and I was like, "That was not his fault." No, no, no. <laughs> dude, 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 Spike bumped himself like straight into the mat, like an yeah, idiot. like it's I, like take I mean, a flat fucking front bump, you idiot! Like, what I, are you doing? I yeah. really do love how they brought in Dean Malenko's, like, because everyone here respects the shit of him, but like the courtroom didn't give one fuck. Like, who's this guy? Why do we care? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I, 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 did cra- I did crack up too that they had to demonstrate the move in the middle yeah. of the room. That's fucking hilarious. And then the, the lack of pop bothered. Them. Yeah. <laughs> well, then they expect the jury to fucking. Pop. You just have him go like full heel. He just like knocks like some papers out. Of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this: Do you think it's going to end good or bad? Bad. I, I hate saying that. It, he's okay, somebody. 
I don't know. I let don't me, know let me reword it, it. Let me reword it. You think there's a way he can pull himself out? Oh, he yeah, could, he could 100% him. pull himself out. I, yeah. But at you the same time, when you've been in that cycle of just doing this shit over and, yeah. and like, like, like you have to think about this. How old was he when he fucking uh, ended up getting fired from WWE? The first time or the... The, 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 the second time. And... 30s i don't remember what age not even that yeah well yeah, yeah. So, so, so you have like a, the older one so you yeah. have like a 30 year cycle of that shit that's very hard to break when you've been doing stuff that long and, and i don't think he's done with the rock and roll lifestyle that's the one issue like you can yeah. tell he still craves it todd get your pen ready i don't know this is a little icy i do think it will get better and brighter <laughs> yeah fingers I, crossed get the you know, work on his pain levels, which obviously are insane. And I really yeah. do. There's money to be made with like a traveling thing. These guys shouldn't be taking bumps at 60 or doing anything really in the ring at that age. Just traveling show. You get Janetti, Pat Tanaka, who we didn't talk about, but on this episode, <laughs> uh, who also looks like he partied hard, although he looked healthy and everything. Um yeah, then he can get around on his own. <laughs> you have to remember, I mean, look at yeah. Shawn Michaels. He partied hard, too, and he yeah. finally pulled himself out of it. He was on death's door. People he, forget that. When he got injured, like, he was... I don't remember him being on death's door. Oh, no. Yeah. He was bad. 100%. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, Yeah, uh, Whisper like or whatever he was... your name is. Yeah, he, she, he yeah. was doing the sleeping stuff where worried about him. Like, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he was full attic. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, like accidentally, maybe not like on purpose. Uh, no, no, I don't think one of my okay. one of my favorites of all time. But Sean was a piece of shit. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Like, does anybody deny that at all? But let, let's yeah. be fair. Twenty years old with that much, you're gonna be an asshole too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but, but you, you're not gonna fucking destroy somebody's career like he did with Vader. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that like, was, that dude, was up. I will not forever forgive Shawn Michaels for what he fucking directly. I do did call that impressive to make you're that small and you're making this big man cry. That's fucked up, but that's impressive. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive, but fuck, dude. Like Vader still will never get the credit that he deserves as being the best big man that's ever. Vader should have just shot him. Let me ask, let me ask you that. <laughs> so I was I was thinking this because you weren't on the episode. So you're you think Vader is a bigger better big man than bam bam a hundred okay. fucking in it i was just 10%, curious dude like you have to understand vader's body of work like you know his wwe run is trash everything yeah. in that fucking run doesn't matter when it comes to vader's career everything that vader did was in wcw and in japan yeah. and in japan that motherfucker was amazing Amazing, and the matches he put on with Kenta Kabashi, Mitsuhawa Misawa, uh, you know, fucking Gary Albright. Uh, I mean, he put on some of the best matches of all time as a big man. And uh, I, I don't think anybody will ever get to the level that Vader was at, no matter what. I mean, you could you could be a big guy and be all jacked and chiseled, but that wasn't Vader's appeal. Vader's appeal was that he was just this big mastodon-looking motherfucker, and next thing you know, he's doing backhand springs over the fucking rope. He's doing moonsaults. He's, uh, I mean, dude, perfect, I've seen... perfect, proper moonsaults. Well, yeah, and that's and that's like 
my big thing between him and Bam Bam. Like, I, Bam Bam's definitely up there on the Mount Rushmore of big man in professional wrestling. But Vader, to me, just with the match qualities and the matches he had, uh, and stemmed, I mean, up until, like, about 2003, he was having some fucking crazy matches in Noah Japan and fucking just, uh, like, go back. Go, I, the anybody, Sting stuff. Holy well, the Sting shit. stuff back in the day, yeah. I mean, it was amazing. And then even towards the end of his career, one of my favorite Vader matches of all time is, and it's mainly just because Vader was so old and he couldn't really do much, but it was him versus Will Ospreay. And mm -hmm. Will made this fucking guy look like a thousand dollars and like it, it was the only time in you know since vader had gotten older that vader looked like old vader again and i st and uh if you guys remember that whole thing and we're going into vader because i'm such a big vader mark but um i brought him up <laughs> but uh back when will osprey had that big match with ricochet and uh it was very spotty and very you know i'm mean, very indie Let's just say that. Uh, and Vader talked shit about it, and he turned it into this angle where, you know, this UK company brought him in, and he got the face off with Will Ospreay. I mean, he uh, killed it in that match. And, I mean, mainly because Will Ospreay is by far one of the best professional wrestlers in the world. But it, it was really cool to see an old, like, one of those old, like, that storyline of old grizzled vet saying, fuck this flippy shit, and then come out and massacre this guy. And, like, even though Will went over in the match, Will, like, really respected Vader enough to let him go and just beat the shit out of him for a good fucking eight to ten minutes before he got his comeback and won. And uh, I, I always think that that was just, like, that was, like, the last very cool Vader moment that we had in history. And that's why, and Again, I just I think his body of work speaks for itself. If you can go down and see how many great matches he had, um, he goes down by far as the best big man that has ever been in pro wrestling. I but disagree. Bam Bam is probably up there. Um, I would put like Bam Bam over like a Yoko and all of them, even though Yoko is amazing. I mean, it depends on what you actually consider big man too. Are we talking 400 plus pounders? Are we talking 300 above? You know, it, it's a very, uh, yeah, I was just, I was just curious on those two. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> we're getting close on this one. Um, anything else we got on Marty? Just, uh, I hope, I hope homeboy can pull himself out of this shit. And I, I just, I really hope after people seeing this, and seeing how, like, actually fucked his ankle and his leg is, yeah. you know, get a GoFundMe going for this guy so he can actually get that shit fixed and not be in, you know, crazy amounts of pain 24-7. I mean, just living your life like that. I mean, fuck, I can't even imagine being in that amount of pain with the condition that he's in. And, you know, that's just not a way to live life. So let's try to help the poor guy out. And fix it you know he may not have been the greatest human being in the world when it comes to professional wrestling but he sure as fuck has a uh, very big con contribution to professional wrestling for what he did with Shawn michaels and what he did for the business in general and i think that us as wrestling fans and wrestlers alike we should help the guy out so he's not fucking you know in agonizing pain for every day of his life no oh, definitely no oh, oh. oh. And my mic, 
And my camera went out. That's all right. Cornet, <laughs> Cornet hacked the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, he heard me talking about this wife. So, <laughs> maybe, so guys, maybe if they do a Kickstarter, you can get a date with the beefcakes. You can get the other corner of the room. <laughs> uh, keep those shears over there where I can see them, beefcake. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all right uh guys so we're gonna be live again in like seven minutes. minutes so uh tune in we're gonna review meg two and uh yeah what up gxh how's Yo. it going he was in wcw and he had some solid matches he didn't really have big matches but you can go back there long enough to have a big he wasn't I always liked his cell where he'd get thrown like rib first into the ring post and he'd sort of bumped it. It was, yeah, he, he went hard and he doesn't get enough credit. So, uh, but guys, we'll see you again in about five minutes on uh, for Meg to review, give or take. And I am dropping the link in the chat so they don't have to go look for it. If they want to join there us you on go. the next show. It's right sure. there. There you go. Please do. And that's all we have. Patreon.com slash Flesh Wound Features slash Tober is coming soon. It's going to be awesome. So we appreciate all of you. It all starts at just a buck. And uh, join our Discord. Once again, very active Discord. And you'll never miss a movie sale or an event. I mean, it's, it's a, a movie real... trailer. I mean, we, we got yeah. all that shit covered on there. So maybe that's yeah. why Pugs is never there. <laughs> join up. Join up. That's free. And the links are in this video and every video. Good night for now, guys. We'll see you in in a few minutes. Mr. Todd? Good evening. Mr. Kruger? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. All lives matter. I'll see you in Disneyland. <laughs>